section fifteen of the history teachers magazine this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b the history teachers magazine volume one number one september nineteen hundred nine section fifteen cheney's readings in english history reviewed by professor n m trenholm of the university of missouri the movement towards utilizing the remarkably rich and continuous source literature of english history in the secondary and higher teaching of the subject is well illustrated in the appearance of this full and interesting collection of source readings leaving aside the early and rather advanced collections of documentary sources by stubbs prothero gardner and other english historians we have had during the last decade a succession of source books for english history no book however has brought together and organized for purposes of study and instruction so large an amount of diverse material as is to be found in professor cheney's readings in english history although but recently published it is becoming most popular and is proving invaluable to the earnest and enthusiastic teacher in search of profitable collateral reading the volume is a substantial one of nearly eight hundred pages and is divided into chapters to correspond with the author's short history of england which the readings is primarily intended to illustrate right here however it should be said that the readings can be used advantageously with any standard textbook of english history and that teachers who do not use professor cheney's textbook will find the readings almost as valuable for illustrative purposes and collateral reference as those who do the readings can stand on its own merits as a book in every way each general chapter is divided into excellent topical divisions while the extracts used are numbered consecutively throughout showing a total of four hundred and fifty-seven selections beginning with julius caesar's description of britain and ending with an editorial from the new york times on the significance of queen victoria's diamond jubilee could anything be more comprehensive in regard to the special contents of the volume space will permit of only a very brief survey and mention the selections to illustrate the geography of england prehistoric and celtic britain and roman britain have been admirably made and furnish enough collateral reading for any high school class studying this early period classical and early english sources have been skilfully drawn on and interestingly presented for anglo-saxon england the great literary and historical writings such as tacitus's germania bede's ecclesiastical history the beowulf the anglo-saxon chronicle asser's life of alfred and various collections of anglo-saxon laws and documents have been freely used and furnish a scholarly and yet not too advanced a background for the ordinary narrative history in selecting and organizing his material for norman and plantagenet england professor cheney has likewise shown remarkable judgment and discrimination it is in the modern part however that his skilful editorial work is seen to fullest advantage and the variety and breadth of selection is really remarkable the light thrown on the great puritan movement of the seventeenth century and on the struggle between the stuarts 
and their parliaments is so interesting and valuable that no american teacher of english history can afford to ignore or overlook chapter fourteen on the personal monarchy of the early stuarts equally if not more important are the extracts contained in the three last chapters illustrating the foundation of the british empire of to-day the period of revolution in industry and in politics and government and the growth of real democracy and social equality through the great reforms of the nineteenth century all forms of public and private record have been drawn on for illustration and it will be a poor teacher who cannot make more vital and interesting any lesson in modern english history by the aid of these illuminating and interesting selections if any criticism is to be made of the contents of the readings it is of the sort that is sometimes made after too elaborate and substantial a dinner that we have been perhaps a little oversupplied with rich and savory intellectual food by the efforts and industry of professor cheney how teachers can best use the readings teachers of english history in high schools and colleges can make most effective use of the readings by having a copy in the hands of each pupil and requiring regular study of assignments in conjunction with the textbook in this way the readings will furnish a library of valuable illustrative material supplementary to the textbook and will meet the problem of outside reading the extracts have been so selected and arranged that those for any given topic are not excessive in number or length if for any reason however it is not possible or advisable to have each pupil own a copy of the book a good plan would be to have available in the school reference library a considerable number of duplicate copies which members of the class can study and consult the teacher will of course be thoroughly conversant with the material in the readings and can introduce it as a part of the recitation or discussion an interesting and important extract read aloud in class is frequently of great value in giving life and meaning to the subject matter the least desirable way for any teacher to use the readings is that of restricting it to personal use alone as many teachers are prone to do in connection with source books and other reference works in order to fulfill its proper function in education a book should reach both teachers and students and be the basis for discussion in the classroom a well-trained and efficient teacher is always anxious that the members of the class shall have every opportunity for reading and study outside of the textbook we would therefore urge on all teachers of english history the great desirability of introducing into general class use this new and exceedingly valuable collection of source readings readings in english history drawn from the original sources intended to illustrate a short history of england by edward potts cheney boston new york etc gin and company postpaid roman numeral thirty six seven hundred eighty one a dollar sixty end of section fifteen